You're listening to another life-giving message from Living Faith Church San Diego. We are a church for sinners by sinners, and we are on a mission to help you discover your purpose, live in power, and live out your God-given potential. For more information about Living Faith Church, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Again, text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Now open up your hearts and minds for this transforming message from Living Faith Church. Tonight we're talking about hearing God. We've been talking about the series last week, how to hear God's voice. And tonight we're going to talk about that continuing for the next few weeks here about hearing the voice of God. And as some people's eyes open up so wide, like what the heck did I walk into here? Okay. I believe God is real. And if we believe that God is real, then why isn't he doing what real people do, which is talk, move, do things for us? We hear all the time on television, if God is God, then how come bad things happen to good people? If, if, this is, if God is real, then how come I'm going through this? Why is this happening? Why isn't this happening? We question so many times this thing about God and saying like, God, are you there? Hello? And we wonder sometimes, God can't be real. Because if God is real, he would do something about this. But how many of you guys would see God or think of God a little differently if you're going through some mess and then somehow, some way, the Lord speaks to you loud and clear and you're like, oh, I got it. How many of you guys think you would believe a little bit more? So that is why I believe, I believe in the next few weeks here, we're talking about the voice of God. Not in the spooky dooky way, like you gotta lit so many candles and none of that, okay? It's simple as this, Lord speak simple as that is God just speak to me it's as simple as that it's not by oh only the preacher can hear God's voice only those who are you know who have a wooded wall can speak only those if no God can speak to you and so my friends the next few weeks here we're going to talk about God speaking to us next week we're talking about God speaking to us through dreams and about dream interpretation Tonight, I want to talk about the ask of God speaking to us through other people, through the gift of prophecy. And again, it's not spooky dooky, it's supernatural. It's super natural, meaning it's natural, natural, natural. It's more natural than you and I here. You know, you and I are here for maybe what? 80, 90, 100 years if you're out, you know? <laughs> drinking that, that that ginger tea <laughs> okay so you know you're, we're only here for a certain amount of time and because we're only here for a certain amount of time keep in mind this we are not human beings having a spiritual experience instead we are spiritual beings having a human experience we are here for only this amount of time versus the grand scheme of things so understand this concept my friends that we are spiritual beings. And it's the aspect of, oh, you know, all the people who have energy and all that. I believe all that. It's called your spirit man. You know, it's funny because I'm good friends with Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield's one of the guys who are one of the formulators of The Secret, the movie The Secret. You guys heard of that book or The Secret, you know. Well, The Secret's no longer a secret. But Jack Canfield's a good friend of mine. And, you know, I've spoken on stages with him and, and I should talk to him. 
I told him, Jack, you know what? What's funny is that everything you say, law of attraction and all that, you know that's all in the Bible. The Bible's the originator of all of that. You know, he told me, he goes, I know, I believe that. I believe it came from the ancient biblical days. Because that is the original book. And he gave me a good concept. He says, you want to know how a machine works, how a machine actually works. There's this cool little vacuum. Angela calls it Betty. That goes around the room and vacuums, a little circular thing. And I was like, Betty's doing her job. I'm like, how much do you pay Betty? Like, I mean, can she get a raise? You know, so, but it's a little vacuum. And after the done sucking all the thing on the floor and mopping it, it's weird. So cool though. It goes back in there and it empties the trash. I'm like, that's so crazy. How does that work? And she goes, I have the manual. I'm like, I don't have time to read that. <laughs> Forget that. I'm curious. But it's interesting because if you want to know how something works, you go to the manual. But you know, I was bored one time. I was having lunch. And I'm, like, I'm an avid YouTuber. Who's an avid YouTuber here? Yeah. Now, now TikTok. But I was now an avid YouTuber. Anyway, so I looked up YouTube like, when it, and there was the guy who created it explaining it. Like, okay, I'll do a look at this thing. You see, if you want to know how something works, you go to the originator who created it. And they'll tell you exactly how it works, why it works, why this, why that. And so the same way with our lives, trying to figure out life. We can't figure out life on our own. And this is what Jack told me. He says, you go to the originator, creator. If you want to figure out how life works, go to the creator, the originator. And that will show you how everything... So he, he admits, it. yeah, the secret is from the Bible. They stole it. <laughs> so my friends, here's the thing. Law of attraction, the Bible calls it reaping and sowing. You sow bad, you reap bad. That's law of attraction. Right. So here's the thing, my friends. We are going to the source in hearing the voice of God and saying, God, what word do you have for me in this situation? And tonight we're talking about particularly prophecy. What word do you have for my brother, for my sister? And that's what we're talking about tonight. So bow your head, close your eyes. Father God, tonight I pray that we will begin to hear your voice speak to us loud and clear, Holy Spirit that we may hear from heaven and that you would speak loud and clear, Lord, about this beautiful gift of prophecy, the beautiful gift of your voice, words of knowledge. We love you so much. Holy Spirit, move in this place tonight. Open up our hearts. We cancel out every attack of any negativity of the enemy in the name of Jesus. May your spirit be in here tonight. Rest in us in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Give it up for Johnny, you guys. Amazing, 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 amazing. Hallelujah. So I'm going to give you guys the basic, the ABC, the one, two, three, right? It's like that's the very, as basic as you can get, the ABCs of the prophetic. Who's ever prophesied before or given a prophetic word? Okay, good, good. So a lot of people here are brand new. Get, look at this. Stick around here. By the end of the year, every one of you start prophesying. Who is a little curious? Yeah? Just, just nod your head. Some of you guys are like, mm, how close is the exit here? You know? Okay, let me tell you right now, this is absolutely normal. The gift of God is not based on me. It's not based on how good I am or how based on how much I, 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 I can do 
you know, this or do that, or how many words I can say, or how often I don't curse, or how often I only pray and read the Bible. It's not based on that. It's based on just God's gift. It's called a gift. A gift says, you don't earn it, you don't deserve it, but here you go, take it. Does that make sense? So that is what's called a gift. And so that's what we're talking about tonight is the gift of prophecy. So the first thing I want to talk about here tonight, if we want to hear the voice of God through people, we have to know the A, which is to be available. How available are you for him to speak to you or through you? See, some people are not even available. They just don't, they don't even care. They're just sitting around doing nothing. It's like, I'm, I don't care. I'm going to do my little thing and just sit here. I'm going to go ahead and clock in and clock out at church and just, just come because I want the free food. <laughs> I give a lot of food. I love food, okay? <laughs> Anytime you hang out with me, it's always food, okay? Keep that in mind. The biggest testimony I get, Stephen, every time I come around you, I'm getting fatter and fatter, okay? In the Asian culture, the fatter you are, the richer you are. So I say, you're welcome, okay? <laughs> so, so anyways, just keep that in mind. But... Here's the thing. I don't know why I said, why I said that for. Um, maybe that's a better word, you know? This is okay. Listen, how available are you? How available are you to God using you and speaking to you and speaking through you? See, many of us here, we don't make ourselves available. We're sitting in a room complaining and whining and, 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 and saying, this is not working for me. Life sucks. And oh my gosh, I'm just so frustrated. And then we say, okay, I'll pray to God. God, help me. And that's it. That's all you do. And you just move on. But you don't really make yourself really available. John 15, 5 says, I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me, I in you, you will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you will do nothing. That is being available. Saying like, if you remain in me and I in you, if you have a relationship with Jesus, that's the first step. This is saying, God, I accept Jesus into my life. Now, it's not so much the ask. Now, people say, oh, I don't want to accept Jesus in my life. I don't want to, I'm not perfect enough. No, 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 no. This is, church does not preach perfection. It preaches connection. Keep that in mind. You'll never hear me tell you, you need to be perfect. You need to be better. Because I am far from it. I double dare you to compare my sins and your sins, and I win. Okay? I am telling you right now, if you're looking for a, a holy preacher, ah, don't come to me. Okay? That's why people would say, oh, Pastor Steve, like, mm, I cringe. Like, don't call me pastor. First off, the word pastor is not biblical. Anyways, that's a different story. So, Acts chapter 2, verse 18 says, Even on my bond slaves, both men and women, in those days pour forth my spirit, and they shall prophesy. 1 Corinthians 14.1 Pursue love, yet desire earnestly spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. Here we go. We're being told, pursue love. Yes, the Bible... Christianity is a Christianity is a religion of love. The disciples asked Jesus, Jesus, what's the greatest commandment of all of them? He says, love the Lord your God and love others as yourself. Love God, love others, right? That's the cross. Love God, love others. That's the cross. The religion of Christianity is love. So if, keep in mind, if someone's saying like, mm, I don't know about that person, mm, and they come in a place of condemnation and hate and, 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 and judgment, that is not Christianity. Christianity says, I love you in spite of. I love you no matter what. That is love. So we are to love. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may 
prophesy. See, we cannot call ourselves Christians. Well, I don't know if I'm Christian, Stephen. Okay, well, let's say you are a Christian. If you want to be a Christian, become a Christian, and that's good stuff. And then prophesy. That's the biggest thing. Become a Christian and prophesy. Now, this is really a weird topic for some people. I know, I get it. But let me tell you this right now. Prophecy is the best gift you can get. The best thing you can get from someone else. If someone comes up to you and says, hey, the Lord is telling me to tell you this. Oh, it's beautiful. It is so beautiful. Pop at your phone and start recording. I have so many. Actually, our beautiful friend Jennifer is in the Philippines based on multiple prophetic words. Not just one person. It was multiple people came to her and said this and said that, but they all matched together. And they don't know each other. And that's where you know it's God. Does that make sense? That's where you know it's God. But see, the prophetic word Jennifer says, go to Philippines, not stay there. So come back, okay? <laughs> Anyways, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. So, hey, hallelujah. If people are clapping for you, hallelujah. Hey, guys, can you guys wave to the camera? Back to that camera over there, back there. Just wave to the camera and say hello to Jennifer in the Philippines and to all of our friends in Japan and, and, and Germany. And we're all over the world, you guys. Our viewership is probably anywhere between, actually, it's average about 150 per video. And that's from all of the people out there who are watching on a regular basis. So keep in mind that this is way bigger than us. And so, um, yeah, cool. Praise the Lord. So, so earnestly desire to prophesy. 1 Corinthians 14, 39. Therefore, my brethren, desire earnestly to prophesy and do not forbid to speak in tongues. My friends, prophecy is this. Prophecy is not... Oh, let me get your palm and let me read your, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. That's not prophecy. Prophecy is the Lord speaks an unction into your spirit and says, this is what thus saith the Lord. Does that make sense? So, whoa, 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 Stephen, this is really weird. We're going to show you at the end here. My wife and I, we were, we're praying it up and we're, and for anyone else who has a prophetic word, we'll give prophetic words at the end of the service here. You'll see how simple it is. It's simply, it's seriously as simple as this. Like, hey, you know what, friend, at the grocery store. You know what? Can I tell you something that my heart tells me that you know you're going through X, Y, and Z? Like, oh my God, I am. Okay, here's what the Lord says. Stop it. <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, whatever it may be. I don't know, whatever, maybe, maybe I keep doing it, you know, whatever else. But as simple as that, it doesn't have to be spooky dooky, makes sense? It doesn't have to be all like oh <laughs> someone said spooky dooky. Yeah, that's that's a word. Look it up. Google it. Okay. So A is what? To be available. Are you available for God to speak? to and through you. And you get available by the first thing here is if you abide in me and I in you. If we have a relationship. How do you have a relationship with someone? You, you spend time with them. Come in the church. Reading, praying. And say, God, okay, I'm going to spend time with you. I want to abide in you. And I want you to abide in me. And I want to hear from you. Say amen. A is be available. B is to believe. Say believe. Matthew 13, 58. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. My friends, you and I can limit God. We can limit God. Why isn't God moving on my behalf? Why isn't God moving on X, Y? Well, let me ask you, how much faith do you got? How, where are you at with your believing? If your believing is small, guess what? So is God's miracles moving power on your life. He did not do many miracles there, mighty works there, because of their unbelief. It's all about believing. 
I believe I can fly, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. Karaoke time. Romans 12, 6. Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, each of us is to exercise them accordingly. If prophecy according to the proportion of his what? Faith. So let me show you. Faith. <laughs> according to your faith, then that's what's going to happen. So your ability and your ability to receive a word from God is based on your faith. Now, what is faith? Faith is going blindly and saying, I trust you even though I don't see it. I, I don't get it. Some people say, I, can't, I cannot have faith in God. Well, my friend, I mean, I said this. How much does it cost you to have faith? It doesn't cost you anything. You have nothing but the benefit in having faith. But what if I'm wrong? What if? Oh, let me tell you this right now, my friends. Let's say I was I was actually roommates with a Muslim in my uh, my dorm. It's funny because it gave me this. They knew I was a very a preacher, evangelistic. So they said, "We're going to give you a Muslim living with you in your dorm." So I was like, "Okay, cool, let's do it." And he's this guy, and you know he believes in some some of whatever. His philosophy is everyone eventually goes to heaven. Now well, that's cool. So my belief is you have to have Jesus. I mean, not thinking, okay, again, don't be perfect. You have to be perfect. You don't have to stop doing this, stop doing that. It's just Jesus, period. Okay, that's what I believe is Jesus. Only way, truth, and life. And that's how you go to heaven. So according to you, I'm going to heaven. According to me, without you having Jesus. So what if, what if you were right and I was wrong? That every Sunday I spent time hanging out with people, singing some cool songs like karaoke, I love karaoke, Filipino. Hello, Al. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Singing song at karaoke. You know, I put on some shoes. I hate shoes, by the way. I prefer flip-flops. But I put on some shoes. And we got along and we ate. For years and years and years and years. And then I go back, I go to heaven and say, oh, I, I could have not done that and still been up here. Okay. But what happens if you don't do any of that stuff and you don't accept Jesus and now what happens, we're going to find out who's really... So I say, bro, it's called insurance. I would rather have insurance. Oh, but I don't want to believe in a thing that doesn't... Listen, my friends, we all believe. We all believe that when we cross the street, that car coming towards you is going to stop. We believe in that. Well, they, but that's a lot. <laughs> Not all the time they stop. Sometimes they're drunk and they're a fool. And they'll run you over. Like, hey, what happened to the law? I believe in the law. Like, oh. I believe when I order my food, it's going to come. And sometimes, how many of you guys know, the rangers and waitresses don't put the orders in. They mess up. That happened to me at freaking P.F. Chang's. I'm so mad. Okay, anyways. <laughs> I love food. So let me tell you this right now. But see, we believe. We believe that, hey, you know what? My friend says... They want to borrow 100 bucks. I believe that they're going to pay me back. Wait, we have these beliefs left and right. But we, the thing is, though, is that we say, I don't have belief in anything. I don't believe. I believe in. No, you do have belief. It's called faith. And my friends, it doesn't cost you anything to have faith in God. It's a matter of a decision. You know what? Today, I'm going to believe that God is real. I'm going to believe that God loves me. And I'm going to believe that God will speak to me. Say amen. 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 Matthew 9, 29. Then he touched their eye eyes and said, According to your faith, let it be done to you. According to your faith, 
let it be done to you. Let me say it again. According to your faith, let it be done to you. If your faith is saying, God won't speak to me, guess what? He's not going to speak to you. I don't believe God's going to move in my life. Guess what? He's not going to move in your life. I'll believe it when I see it. It works the other way, my friend. It works. Oh, I don't like that. Well, then take it up to God. It's not up to me, bro. You have to first believe. You know the, the phrase, seeing it to believe it? You guys know where that came from? Disney. Walt Disney said this. Before I can believe something is going to happen, I have to see it. He doesn't say see it physically. He said see it in his eye, his mind's eye. See, Walt Disney, when he created Disneyland, he visualized it. He created Disney World. The story goes that when he passed away, they dedicated Walt Disney World. The mayor of, of Florida, the mayor, the, the, the governor, says, Miss Walt, Mr. Disney would have loved to see his beautiful creation, but he passed away before it was done. The beauty of the, the colors and the architecture. And then Miss Walt walked up to the podium and says, Mr. Governor, your honor, with all due respect, Walt saw all of this before we saw all of this. And now Disney has a full-on department. They have a department where people get paid six figures to dream. That's their only job. They don't, they don't do anything else. They don't even write. Their job is to go into a thing called think, think tanks. They created that, think tanks. Where they sit around and they just look at a wall and they just think. They're called Imagineers. Have you guys heard of them? Imagineers. And that, isn't that a cool job? I want that job. <laughs> and then they, these guys from the think tank, every single, uh, before lunch, they meet together and say, okay, what happens if we put elephants flying in circles? How would that work? Now, they're not the, the scientists, okay? They're not going to make the, the engineers and figure it all out, right? They're going to hire Franco for that. You know, so it's like how to figure it how, how to make it all work. But they're, all their job is to imagine. And, and Mr. Walt created the idea, created the phrase, I must see it to believe it. So people think that's in science terms. I gotta see it physically before it happens. No, the originator of that phrase was see in the mind. What's it called? Faith. He has faith that this could happen. Listen, Walt was fired from his job as a, as a, from, a, from his uh, for, uh, working at the newspaper, saying you lack creativity. He got fired saying, you lack creativity. You can't draw. When Walt, who's watched the movie uh, Before Mickey? Okay, there's a movie called Before Mickey. Watch that movie tonight at your homework. I pray in the name of Jesus, you do that. Okay, let me tell you why. When Walt opened up his uh, tune studios, he didn't have any money. His brother, money was gone. Wife left him. Everybody left him. Well, actually, Walt Chino's left. That's a but, you know, everybody left Walt. And Walt was, seriously, his, his door was uh, boarded up. He sat on the corner of his, uh, of the trash can. And he was, he got a pen. He was like, I lack creativity. I have no money. My wife left me. And as he's sitting in the, this corner with a trash can, a little mouse came and came onto his pad. And he started drawing that mouse. And he says, I lack creativity. This is good creativity, right? Then he got that mouse, he goes like, all right, I'm going to start. And that's the birth of Mickey Mouse. 
it started with him believing in himself. No one else believed in him, but he believed. My friends, the word is called believe and faith. If you, you have to see it to believe it, first see it here, see it in your heart. Yes, God's going to speak to me. I believe God's going to move in my behalf. Yes, I know that my greater days are ahead of me. The best is yet to come. I believe. It's all about believing. You have to see it to believe it. Well, start seeing yourself victorious. Start seeing yourself out of debt. Start seeing yourself where you want to be. And then you start seeing it, then you can believe it. You believe it, that according to your faith, it will be done for you. My friends, it's just so simple. So we have to see it to believe it. So A is for what? Availability. Are you available? B is for believing. Are you believing that God will speak to you? And C is for community. Keep in mind, he was looking around, he goes, okay, the, the, the land, good. The water, good. The, the birds, good. And he looked at the man, and he says here in Genesis 2.18, the Lord then said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make him a helper suitable for him. It is not good for man to be alone. You know, I heard a, a theologian say this, that God was so confident in himself. He was so, keep in mind, by this time, God and Adam are like homies, like they see each other face to face. But God was so confident enough to say, you know, this is a weird theology. Hey, get this. Hey, don't get mad at me. This is the guy who said that, not me. He said, God is so confident to look at Adam and say, I'm not enough for Adam. That's a weird thing to think about. That God had to say, he needs someone else besides me. Oh! That wrecked my mind. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? What do you mean that God, we, I, I thought it was about me and God only. No. God seriously looked at Adam and said, they're full on face-to-face -face conversations. They were one. They were like tight bros. But he said, it's not good for man to be alone. My friends, those are people who say, I don't need other people. I just need me and God. I don't need the church. I just need me and God. I'm like, go back to Genesis where God says, it's me and you are not enough. Let me tell you this. We were created for community. We were created for other people. Hebrews 10.25 Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as it is a matter of some, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see that they are approaching. The purpose of us assembling together is to exhort, encourage. My friends, I seriously have been saying this from day one. I don't want to be the only preacher up here. I don't. I would love to say, hey, take the mic. You're preaching this Sunday. Hey, you're in charge. You do this. Hey, you go and deliver the word. But it's a purpose of us to edify and, uh, together. Mark 6, 7. Calling the 12 of them, he began to send them out two by two and gave them authority over impure spirits. Jesus sent his disciples out two by two, my friends. Go together. Don't go alone. Ecclesiastes 4, 12. A person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. First Corinthians 14, three. But he, the one who prophesies speaks to men for edification and exhortation and consolation. Romans 12, six. 
Since we have gifts that differ according to the grace given to us, grace means unmerited favor, each of us is to exercise them accordingly if prophesying according to the proportion of what? His faith. Saying like, if you have gifts, use it. But you, if you prophesy, it's in proportion to your faith. My friends, how much faith do we have? We're going back to that again. My friends, we want God to speak to us. We want God to move on our behalf. You can't do it alone. We need community. First off, you need to start being available first off. Being available for God to move on your behalf and saying, God, I'm ready. God, use me. God, I'm here. What do you have to say? To not just to me, but to other people. Second off is you gotta believe. God, I believe in you. I believe you're gonna speak. When you come to church every single Sunday, whether this church or another church, God, I believe on my way to church, you're gonna speak to me about my circumstance. You're gonna move on my behalf. You're gonna give me a revelation from heaven because I need direction. And God, I'm in community because God uses other people to bless other people. One last story and I end here. A young man was drowning in the ocean. Not a true story, by the way. He was drowning in the ocean. And the boat came over and says, hey, young man, come on the boat. The young man says, oh, it's okay, it's okay. God's going to save me. You can go ahead and go. The man's just floating there, trying to like drown, floating. Another little rowboat comes by. He says, young man, hey, come on on the boat. We'll help you out. He goes, no, 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 God's going to help me. I got this, me and God. And then a cruise ship comes by and says, hey, yeah, down there. Do you want to come up? Here's a, here's a little boat. He goes, I don't need that. God's going to save me. God's going to save me. And the cruise ship goes, okay, we're going to go. He got rid of the buffet. <laughs> and then the man drowns and dies. Then God comes to the man and says, Bro, it's not your time to die yet. That's how God talks, by the way. <laughs> what are you doing up here, man? And he goes, I was waiting for you to save me. And he goes, fool, I sent you three boats. Why didn't you take one of them? My friends, the moral of the story is this. God uses each other. We are the hands and feet of Jesus. So if you want to be blessed, guess what? Your blessing is from God, but is attached to someone else. Don't neglect coming to church. Come to church. Expect God to speak to you. I give you permission without her permission. Anytime you come to church, Angela, give me a prophetic word. <laughs> Seriously. Now here's the thing, she may not give it to you right there and then, but she'll write it down, right? Okay, you'll do that, yes? You'll write it down, and then sometime that week, she'll message you on Messenger, and she'll give you the word. I'm, I'm putting it out there in faith. I didn't even ask for permission. Okay, I'll volunteer too. Lord, okay, I'll volunteer too. So, and here's the thing. Can God speak to us like that? Yeah, because the Bible says you have not because you ask not. So if you want God to speak, say, I need God to speak. 
Lord, will you speak? The Bible says, Jesus says, you of evil men know how to give good gifts. What more will the Father not give you the Holy Spirit? My friends, God is ready to move in our lives. He is ready to move on our behalf. We just have to ask him. We just have to ask him. Hallelujah, Father God, speak to us tonight. Speak, Holy Spirit. So what's going to happen now is I'm going to go ahead and just call out some things. And we have a big audience online. And maybe you're here tonight. If it's you, please speak up. We pray for you. Otherwise, we'll pray for those who are watching. We have a big audience online. As we'll come up here. For some, I have a word here for someone. Actually, the Lord spoke to me and said that someone's having nightmares just recently. The last, this last week, not like nightmares last month. This week, there's been nightmares haunting in their mind. As we're giving them anxiety, losing sleep, tossing and turning. And if that's you, I pray, I want to pray for you. Does anyone here? No? Father God, I pray for that person right now, Lord, who's having those nightmares this week, God, who's been tossing and turning. The Lord says that you do not have to be tormented any longer. We release that you can forgive yourself. You can forgive yourself. That is not of God. That tossing and turning, the nightmares, the, the torture, be gone in the name of Jesus. And also I got a word for a person named Patty or maybe a name Patty, if anyone means anything, anyone? Patty, yes? Her name is Pat. Oh, you guys hear that? All right, Lord, we pray for Patty right now, for Pat in the name of Jesus, for Pat who's having a difficult time sleeping in the name of Jesus. We pray that torment be gone in the name of Jesus. And right now we pray for freedom upon Pat in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Awesome. So, um, Al, I have a word for you. So God showed me that I just saw you on stage and there's a teaching anointing over you and there's a pastoral care anointing over you. And um, I do definitely see the call of ministry over your life. I also see that God is going to start to speak to you. I don't know if you're a, a dreamer, or, uh, but I feel like God is just going to begin to speak to you through, through dreams and through creativity. Something about creativity that I feel like God is just um, going to speak to you through. So, Father God, I just thank you so much for Al. I thank you for his life and the anointing. I pray just double portion of anointing fall on him in Jesus' name. Um, and let's see here. So, Antonio, um, there's a big call of God. I remember the first time I saw you, I said, uh, I said, baby, you need to speak to Antonio because the first time I saw you, there's an anointing of ministry. There's an anointing of evangelists over you. I just feel like there's a fire of God inside of you. There's a fire that is about to just burst out. And God's anointing and fire is going to come upon you in the name of Jesus. I know that you're going to go out and street evangelize. And that there's a prophetic anointing that's going to come upon you. That you're going to go out and people are going to be healed in the name of Jesus. People are going to encounter Jesus because of the boldness and 
leadership that's upon your life. And I see that anointing over you. So Father God, more anointing, more fire over Antonio. I know that you have called him to Oh, you've called him to the multitudes and he's going to change lives in radical ways. So, Father God, pour out your blessing in Jesus' name. There's another word that she has here for a person named Adam. If anyone knows an Adam or just Adam, if anyone has a middle name Adam or Adam, but go ahead and speak that right now to the camera for anyone Adam. All right, so um, I just got, the first thing I got was the name Adam. And I, I don't know who that is. But I felt like maybe you were going through a season of um, just instability, like finances not stable. There was um, maybe family issues, business, jobs, whatever. But see, there's a prophetic over your name called Adam. It means grounded. And I feel like God is going to bring you into a season of of groundedness and finances and family and marriage and jobs and business whatever that is you're going to be grounded you're going to come into a season from being unstable to be grounded so father god whoever this adam is i just declare faith will begin to rise up hope will, will begin to be restored i thank you god in jesus name and then um, lastly, I just felt like someone is going to be drawn to watching this YouTube video or even here. And I felt like God was saying, I called you here for a purpose because I want you to know I love you unconditionally, that I'm going to restore hope, that maybe you dealt with um, suicidal thoughts, maybe depression, maybe anxiety, but there's a reason why you're listening to this because God is saying, I love you so much. I want you to know I'm going to restore hope. I'm going to restore faith. I'm going to restore joy. So I just felt like that was a word for someone out there. So Father God, more joy, more vision, more hope in Jesus' name. Thank you for your unconditional love. Hallelujah. And I feel that someone has hip problems. Anyone have hip problems in here? We pray now, Father God, for that person with a hip problem. I pray right now, Father, that the word I got was that, that whoever that person is, even though it's nothing to do with the hip. But Lord, I pray that someone out there needs to hear this who has hip problems who are watching this. That whoever that is, God's about to give you a business opportunity. I'm not talking about MLM or whatever. I'm talking about actual business idea to solve a problem. Now, you're not going to be a millionaire, but the Lord said that you're going to, showed me that you're going to have, you're still going to make money. But it's the aspect of how you handling that money, how you handle dollars, how you handle hundred dollars, how you handle hundred dollars, how you handle a thousand, a million. It all starts with that little money you do make. So whoever that is that has a hip problem and you have a business idea in your head, understand that blessing that God's testing you to be able to grow you. So Father, we speak to that person, whoever that is, whether they're here or whether they're online, we bless them now. We thank you, Lord. If anyone has another word, anyone here? Hallelujah. Everyone lift up your hands really quick here and just, let's just pray one last time. Holy Spirit, speak to us, Lord. Move in our behalf. God, we thank you that you are going to speak to us loud and clear. May your name be glorified. We love you. We honor you. We bless your name. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thanks for listening to this life-giving message from Living Faith Church. For more information about our church, 
Text the word podcast to 1-888-305-2303. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and we will see you next time on the Living Faith Church Podcast.